you gotta put yourself out there. You gotta make yourself known in this industry. You gotta let people know that you're. You gotta let people know what you do, and and that you are trying to reach new heights. But if you just stay in the shadows and you play it safe, and oh, I'm a post here and there, people don't really know that I'm trying to be a model. It's not gonna work. You gotta put yourself out there. You gotta meet new people, like you said, networking is so important. You gotta put yourself out there, meet new people, put your talents out there, let people know who you are. Welcome to the Friends in Beauty podcast, a safe space for ambitious beauty industry creatives to have real talk, get real answers, and practical tools to grow their businesses. My name is Aquia Robinson, and I'm a makeup artist, beauty educator, and the creator of Friends in Beauty. I created Friends in Beauty to support like-minded creatives, just like you, on their quest to connect, network, and build genuine relationships within the beauty community. Join me every week as me and my special guests reveal the keys to success and longevity in the beauty industry, and most importantly, have fun while doing it. You ready? Hey, what's up? It's your best friend in beauty, Aquia Robinson. Welcome back to another episode of the Friends in Beauty podcast. I'm so happy to have you here, and I hope that you are listening to this episode in good spirits and in good health. If you are a friend in beauty, I welcome you to join our Friends in Beauty Facebook community. If you're looking for a community of like-minded, ambitious, and supportive Friends in Beauty to virtually connect with, network, and share resources, click the link down below in the show notes or in the description so that you can join our community. I'll be waiting for you there. Also, follow us on all social media platforms at Friends in Beauty and use the hashtag FIB Friday feature. What I like to do is spotlight different friends in beauty and their accomplishments and share them with the community. So no matter how big or small you think it is, I want to big you up and I want to shout you out. So use that hashtag to be featured. Also, this podcast is available on Apple. So if you have an iPhone, a Mac computer, an iPad, Find the Friends in Beauty podcast, okay, and leave us a five-star rating and review. I would love to know what you think about the show. Also, if you're listening on Stitcher, if you're watching this interview episode on YouTube, make sure you rate as well, comment, and subscribe. I want to know what you think about the podcast. And also, share this podcast with all your friends in beauty, your friends and family, Anybody that you think can benefit from the information shared on this podcast, share, share, share. I'm trying to grow this community internationally, nationally, all over the world. So I need your help to do that. I'm only one person. I can't do it alone. So share, share, share. Now, in this episode of the Friends of Beauty podcast, we welcome to the guest chair, Haley Deneen. Haley Deneen is a nationally signed and published plus-size model, celebrity TV host, and public relations specialist from Baltimore, Maryland. Haley is a Howard University alumna, where she earned a bachelor's in strategic legal management communication with honors. Haley has been published in many notable magazines, such as British Vogue, Elle, Marie Claire, BTFL Mag, Plus Model Magazine, and Black Women's Style Report magazine. In addition, she has a vast variety of clients, including, but not limited to, Ashley Stewart, Lord & Taylor's Lala Anthony, Macy's, Fashion to Figure, and City Trends. 
Haley has completed a total of 12 national campaigns by the age of 21, gracing the storefronts and advertisements nationwide. As a TV host, Haley has interviewed live at the BET Experience for two years consecutively, interviewing celebrities such as 2 Chains, Rotimi, and Mac Wilds. In addition, Haley has interviewed on the red carpet at the 48th NAACP Image Awards with Terrence J as a Denny's and Tom Joyner Foundation Scholar. Haley got her own LLC at the age of 22 and founded to be a model classes where she teaches women of all shapes and sizes the ins and outs of the modeling industry. Haley founded her own luxury hairline, HD Lux, and she lives by the quote, live by faith, not by sight. I absolutely cannot wait for you to hear this interview with Haley. It was such a pleasure catching up with her, learning about her story, which is so amazing. Wait till you hear her story and the way that she has triumphed and push through. We talked about so much in this episode from just confidence, how to get into the modeling agency, getting signed, some of her biggest accomplishments so far and the things that she's proud of in her journey, overcoming bullying and pushing through and just being such a light in this industry and being someone who is a trailblazer. Like wait until you hear this episode. I had such a good time talking to Haley. I met Haley. Ooh, what year was that? I don't even know what year. It was it's quite some time that we met. We've only met, had the pleasure of meeting one time in person. We did like a practice session uh some years ago. Me and Tayana Robinson. We did like a little um makeup play date one time with her like years ago. We hung out afterwards. So I haven't seen her in person since then. But learning about her story is just I can't even say much. Just go ahead and listen to this episode. So without further ado, let's get into this interview with Haley Deneen. Enjoy. Welcome to the Friends and Beauty podcast, Haley. So happy to be here. (laughs) I'm so happy to have you. And I'm so mad that I didn't do my makeup because you look absolutely Oh my God. (laughs) You know, I was thinking that you was going to be, I was like, you know what? This is a makeup art. I got to do my face. I gotta get cute. <laughs> Not me. This is how I look probably like 98, 99% of the time. Sometimes I'll put a little, you know, something, but I'm just letting my skin breathe today because I had on yeah. makeup all day yesterday and I just couldn't do it today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the sun, I get it, girl. Yes. It's too hot. Too hot in this area. But definitely mm-hmm. thank you so much again for doing this. Like I said, um, when I originally wrote out my list, I'm still hitting my people that I had on my original list for when I wanted to do it. <laughs> And I've just seen your growth over the years. And I, I was like, I have to have Haley on the podcast, definitely. Oh, thank you. The first model. Your yes. first. <laughs> so you're setting the tone for the future models yes. of the podcast. Yes. Let's go, ladies. <laughs> so, before we jump into the interview, I like to start off with some icebreakers, just so the audience get a chance to know you a little bit more outside of modeling. So, icebreaker questions. First one is, give us three random facts about you. Oh, okay. Three random facts. I have a Frenchie who is like my little baby. I literally consider him like my little son. Um, I'm obsessed with him. Um, I'm from Baltimore. A lot of people don't know that. They think I'm like from New York or... No, I work a lot in New York, but I'm actually from Baltimore. 
Okay. And what is another fact about me? Hmm. I have a huge obsession with shopping. Okay. I have to add that. That is something that is just, I'm working on it, but it is, it is something that I have to work on. What's some of your favorite uh, sh- uh, sites or whatever to shop? Well, lately I have been doing a lot of like shopping with black owned businesses and I've never been more fulfilled in my life. Like this is from um, Diara Blue. Super cute. Um, I like shopping at Hanifa, the brand label, um, BBX, BBX brand. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of black owned shopping, girl. I was like, game changer. I love Game it. Changer. What you have? Is Thank that a dress you. That you have on? It's like a kimono dress. Nice. Yeah, it's like a kimono dress. I love it. All right. Thank Next you. icebreaker question. What does everybody tell you that you're good at? You know what? This is going to sound really crazy, but people tell me, <laughs> people tell me that I'm good at like making jokes, like that I should be like a comedian, which I, I, I can never be a comedian, right. but I really do like making people laugh. I really like making people laugh. Also, I'm really good at like, um, like sewing and like making stuff. Mm. I used to make like shorts, my own shorts back in the day. I used to make my, like my own shirts. I used to really be on the sewing machine, but I don't think that's something that like I could pursue. I'm just really just good at it. That's awesome. That's funny. A yeah. lot of people don't know that I'm actually pretty funny. Like I'm low yeah, key funny. I'm pretty funny. <laughs> my boyfriend he steals my jokes all the time because I'm quiet. So yes. if I say something, people might not hear it. But when he repeats it, it's like he don't even give me credit for it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm the funny one. Okay. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. After that, I'd be like, I'm really funny on the low, like, <laughs> girl. Next one is what qualities do you admire about yourself? I love that I'm super positive. Um, like I really don't let a lot of negativity get in my in my energy. Um, I'm really good at uplifting other people. Like that is just something that is just innately in me. Like I love seeing people happy. I love pushing people towards their goals and like helping them reach their goals. Like any way that I can help, I like helping people. And I really do love that about myself because I feel like the world needs more of that, right? I feel like there's like a lot of like tearing down of people or like competition or we feel like we're up against other people. Like, oh, I gotta do better than her. No, I feel like the world would be so much better if everybody just like comes together and like works together and, and helps people, you know, get to where they need to be. Yeah. So I really do admire that about myself. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What's your superpower? <laughs> I bring light wherever I go. I will say that about me. I can walk into a room and I I will bring light in any darkness. I will bring humor, positivity. I will bring light. Like that is that is me. I bring the light. Nice. Do you have any pet peeves? Okay, you know when people make that little uh you know like that little scratching noise with their with their throat? Oh yes, when they're trying to scratch it. Yes. Yes. Uh, My boyfriend does that all the time. I'd be like, 
Ooh, like it just literally, I'm like, stop. It's like going like this down stop, a chalkboard. Stop, stop, stop. I hate when. Yes, yes. But it literally blows. <laughs> and a lot of people do that. I'd be like, oof. Like I'd be in the store and somebody does that. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that's my pet peeve. Okay. The last one, (laughs) the last icebreaker question is, if you weren't a model right now, what would you want to be doing? Girl, I'd probably be stripping. Like, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) If I wasn't a model, I I would honestly... See, because I can't do corporate jobs. I really tried to do corporate jobs in the past. Corporate is just not, it's not my thing. Uh So I probably would take up a career and do like some design or like making clothes. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I would be in that career. I do. Because corporate is not it for me. Corporate is not it. Yeah, I've tried the nine to five life and no no <laughs> offense to anybody who has a nine to five and they love their nine to five. But for me, it's just it's right. challenging, like working for people for too long. Like I'll get jobs here and there. Yes. Even like now, like throughout my journey, I've had jobs like on and off, but it never lasts like more than like a month or so. <laughs> yeah, it does not last for me. And like you said, like no, no offense to anyone who has a nine to five. Five, that's amazing like a lot of my friends have nine to fives you know what works for people doesn't work for other people but for me honey I just cannot I can't do it I yeah. cannot do it like I always just end up going back to working for myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and for me it's never it's never um, like the job itself is normally like the management or something my like the people I work with are normally yeah cooking. the people <laughs> But it'd be like the managers or the the yep. bosses that'd be like driving me crazy. Yes, 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 girl. I'd be like, uh uh-uh. uh, I got to go. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, thank you for sharing, you know, a little bit about you that we didn't know. I did not know you were from Baltimore. Yes. Really? <laughs> I did not know that. Yes, a lot of people don't know that. I'm like, why do y'all think I'm from New York? Because you don't you don't give Baltimore, and that's not like really no like no shade to Baltimore, but you know, wait, you're from DC? Yeah, I'm from DC. See, I already know, but you gotta get Baltimore. Nothing. I love Baltimore. Oh, I love Baltimore, but some of the people that I've encountered from Baltimore, they're um the way they carry themselves is a little different from how you carry yourself so yeah yeah yeah. i i see that i see that yeah i can agree i can agree (laughs) with that (laughs) so you're originally from baltimore when did Mm -hmm. modeling begin for you how did your interest in modeling begin so it really began at at a young age i was in about i think i was in middle school when i first started and at the time it was like this huge wave of everyone wanted to be a model it was like all these fashion shows were going on and Mm -hmm. I mean everybody in Baltimore was a model I kid you not if you weren't (laughs) a model then you were like a photographer or like a makeup artist but everyone was kind of in this creative space Mm -hmm. and I was like you know what like I think I could take pictures like let me just try it out it was I didn't really one I never knew that it could be a career um but at the time it was just a hobby like it was just something fun to do like on my friends were going to the fashion shows I'm like all right I want to go like it was just something to do 
Um, and so what started out as a career, like I ended up really loving it. Like I love to get in front of the camera. I love doing the fashion shows. Like I just loved everything about it. And I used to watch like America's Next Top Model a lot. I used to go through um, like the magazines and just, I studied it. Like it was just, it just became this newfound passion for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember um, just trying to figure out like how I can keep going with it. And as soon as I turned 18, I was like, you know what? This is something that I really want to do. Like, although I never saw people that looked like me, um, like in the, in the industry, like I was always, thicker than all of my friends my friends were like size zero size two size four size six um and I was always like the thicker the thicker model and I never seen like a black plus size model in the industry at the time and at the time that I was doing modeling plus size modeling wasn't even a huge thing right you never even thought like plus size modeling was going on it was always like you got to be a size zero you got to do a new york fashion week and it was always these things yeah. um and so it didn't really seem possible to me at the time mm -hmm. and i feel like with me getting started there were so many like challenges that i faced with getting started like photographers telling me that i was too fat to model telling me that they was not going to shoot me i had a photographer tell me that he charged me that he had to charge me a thousand dollars because I was over a certain weight that's so ridiculous yes. yes and he blatantly said it he was like because you are not a size zero to two I have to charge you a thousand dollars in order to shoot you and I was such in disbelief because it was like do I actually have to change like who I am in order to model and I and I got to a point where I was like okay let me try starving myself. Let me try losing the weight. Let me try doing this. Let me try doing that. And it just never worked out. Like it never worked. And I was like, well, what, like, what, what is going on? How do I get started into this industry? How do I kind of break the mold? Yeah. Um, and it was very challenging for me because even after like the photographers having that, having that friction with photographers and trying to find photographers so that I could build my portfolio I was also cyberbullied at the same time, shortly after that. Mm -hmm. And um, what ended up happening was when I couldn't really find the photographers to help me build my portfolio, I ended up getting my own camera and doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. Like I asked my dad, I was like, dad, can you please buy me this camera? I think it was like a little like Canon camera at the time. And I would put on my own production. I would go in my closet, pull this, pull that. I was thinking that it was high fashion. Like I was like, you know what? I, I gotta put this together. I would like cut out magazine pictures and try to mimic the style. And I would do my own hair, my own makeup. And I would set my camera on a timer and I would take my own photos. And I was like, listen, if no one wants to take photos of me, I'm gonna do it for myself. Right. And I've always kind of kept that, kept that in my mind. Like if someone doesn't, doesn't do it, I'm going to do it for myself. I got to do it for myself because at that time, other than like my mom, like my mom was like my biggest cheerleader, but other than her, it was nobody else that was kind of in my corner, like pushing me. Right. So I had to be there to push myself and my mom was there to push me at the time. So yeah, it was, it was a struggle. It was a struggle, but now we're here. <laughs> I was about to say, look at you now. And I love the fact that you yeah. mentioned that 
you weren't getting opportunities. So basically you, you did it on your own because a lot of people will get, a lot of people just give up because they, they feel like something has to be and not realizing like you can do it yourself. And that's one of the reasons why I created um, friends and beauty to begin with, because I was in a coaching program and my coach was just trying to like trying to pull stuff out of me, trying to figure out like how I got to where I was at the time, because all of the opportunities that I had gotten have literally come from me networking. Not necessarily that wow. I sought, like I sought out the opportunity, but I just put myself in position to meet people where they just remembered me and the opportunities came to me. And like not just not waiting for stuff just to to land, yep. in that, but just going you and get it. You gotta go get it. You have to go get it. Like nothing, nothing will ever be handed to you. You know and and I'm the type of person, I don't want the handout. I want to work for it. I want to I wanna push myself. I want to reach new heights. I want to see how far I can go. I don't want things to just be handed to me because when things are handed to you, you have a different type of appreciation. You may not appreciate the things as much, right? But when you actually work for it and you're, you put your blood, sweat, and tears, and you, like you say, you're networking, you're reaching out, you're going outside of your comfort zone, you're doing this, you're doing that you have a different appreciation for it. You want to hold on to that. You want to cherish it. You want to make sure that, you know, it doesn't slip out of your hands. You want it to grow. You want it to prosper. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I always just believed in that. Like, it's a lot of things in my journey that have, like, contributed to who I am now and contributed to my mindset now. Whereas, like, like I said, if you don't, if you don't do it for me, mm-hmm. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen regardless. You know, like, you know, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> So when would when would you say your like quote unquote big break happened where you started working consistently working with photographers now everybody wants to shoot you you got signed to an agency like all of that like when did that happen for you when was your big okay. break Okay so after so after the cyberbullying happened right um well basically what happened with that was a girl took one of my photos that I you know created (laughs) she took one of my photos and she put it on Facebook this was when like Facebook had just you know started popping it was like huge and it had got over a thousand likes and comments of people telling me that I would never make it people calling me fat it was all these jokes I saw a lot of my friends in the comments it was crazy it was crazy and and at that moment, I ended up going into like a deep depression. I was super, I was still super young, super impressionable. And it was just so much, so much heaviness on me, right? It was like photographers don't want to work with me. I felt like the world hates me. It was just all of these things that I was like, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I slipped into a d- deep depression for maybe like three months. During that time, I had gotten the closest with God that I had ever gotten. And I would just pray each and every day. And I was like, God if this is not for me, then why am I keep dreaming about it? Why do I, you know, what, what is, what's going on? Like, let me know what's up. And, um, you know, I kept having dreams of me in storefronts. I kept having dreams of me working with these, these clients and this and that. And I, one day I just woke up and I was like, you know what? I will never allow someone else's opinion about me, get me that low to where I'm questioning God's gift for me and God's path for me. I will never I will never allow that to happen. I just woke up with a new, a new mindset, like I got to do it. And I will never let anyone tell me that I can't do it. And I'm just going to keep continuing to do what I got to do and following God versus following what everyone else said. Mm-hmm. And after that, 
ended up meeting this designer who had worked in Vogue. He had did a couple different projects with some different people. And I had just like put myself out there. I was like, hey, like, I love your work. Like, you know, I'm an inspiring model. I would love to work with you, collaborate on some photo shoots. And he was all down. He's like, let's do it. Like, you got the look. I see something in you. Let's do it. So for my 18th birthday, I ended up traveling to New York. I shot with the photographer, Atasha Jordan. And um, after that, have you, you know, she, I love I her. follow her. Yeah, I follow her. Yes. She wow. was like the first like New York photographer that I shot with. And at the time, I didn't even know how huge she was until like, you know, I'm like, is this shit? I shot with Jordan. But um, yeah, I shot with her. And after that, like the photos were like going all around social media. And this is when Instagram started, started popping off and Twitter. So people were like, who is this girl? Who is she? Like, da da da, like, da da. And mind you, plus size modeling was starting to, mm-hmm. to level up now. So people were wondering who I was. And at the time I had two goals. My first goal was to work with Plus Model Magazine. My second goal was to get signed. It was like, it won two, this is how mm-hmm. it gotta happen. And I had my mind focused on those two goals. And so one night Plus Model Magazine was on Twitter and it was super late. It was like 11 p.m. and I had seen them post something. I was like, what are they up? And the same stylist was like, Plus Model Magazine is on Twitter. Like, you have to get their attention. And I was like, I don't even have a Twitter. Like, what am I supposed to do? And he was like, make one. So I literally made a Twitter 11 p.m. at night, uploaded all my pictures. I'm DMing them. I'm, I'm messaging them. I'm literally, like, spamming them. Like, they probably thought I was a freaking fake page. Like, who is this girl? She don't got no followers. Like, who is this? But they ended up contacted me the day after it was like a day or two after and they contacted me and they was like we want to feature you in our next issue in our next magazine issue and I was like so I ended up shooting with them shooting with plus model magazine just like I dreamed and by the end of the shoot mind you when with that shoot I practiced to the T like I was in the mirror practicing poses every single day (laughs) day and night practicing everything and the day of I was like God I'm gonna put my all into this like you lead me and I'm gonna follow and by the end of that shoot Maddie who's the editor she came up to me and she was like I'm gonna get you signed and I was like girl bye like I've been trying to get signed all these years girl bye but sure enough two weeks later maybe a week later she came back and she was like Dorothy Combs models wants to sign you wow no, it was like talking about that one two. Okay. That one two. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, ever since then I've just been like working super hard, um, putting myself out there. It's it's really about putting yourself out there. Like you have to put yourself out there. And I tell my students that all the time, like, you gotta put yourself out there. You gotta make yourself known in this industry. You gotta let people know that you're you gotta let people know what you do. Yes. And and that you are trying to reach new heights. But if you just stay in the shadows and you play it safe and, oh, I'm a post here and there, people don't really know that I'm trying to be a model, it's not going to work. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to meet new people. Like you said, networking is so important. You've got to put yourself out there. Meet new people. Put your talents out there. Let people know who you are. Yeah, yeah. So. I love that. I'm, your story is just so amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, enjoying this. Already. It's so amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
So Thank since you've you. been signed, do you have any like favorite jobs that you've done so far? Or maybe I like one like or I, two? I love all of my clients. Like my clients are amazing, but one really cool, hmm, I'm trying to think. One really cool job that I did, I love all my campaign jobs. My campaigns are like the best. Like I've done a lot of campaigns for Ashley Stewart, Target. So my campaigns are always fun. Those are the the shoots where I get to like really explore with my posing. I get to be a little bit more fun with things. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I love my campaign jobs, but I will say that some cool jobs that I did was with Lala, Lala Anthony, when she was launching her denim line. Yeah, girl, I was a nervous wreck <laughs> on that shoot. Because you just don't know how, like, celebrities are going to be, right? Like, when you're shooting or when you're, like, around them. Yeah. Um, and, like, I'm hired for the job. So it's like, okay, I got to keep the composure. But you don't know if they're going to be mean. You don't, you don't know if they're going to be nice. So mm -hmm. all of those nerves were kind of kicking in. But she was so sweet. She was so sweet, and that was a really cool experience. Um, I also shot with Kylie and Kendall for their line with Ashley Stewart, okay. um, which was really cool. Yeah, they were really nice too. So it was it was a lot. It was a lot with um, with working with like celebrities, but it was really cool. It was really cool to like work side by side with them to like see them in person. because yeah. um, you know you always see them on Instagram or like on TV, and you. Don't really how they are yeah but like actually seeing them in person and meeting them and talking to them like they're actually a lot different than what people make them out to be so walking through the mall and saw your big poster outside of <laughs> Ashley Stewart I was like I gotta send this to her like this oh, is so yeah. I was like I know her that's wow yeah. that was really that was a cool experience for me to see you up there yes girl I that's cool. Yes. Uh, so what's it like on I set though? Myself, like on it never Sorry girl. On Go set, ahead. Oh no no no, you're fine. You're fine. Um <laughs> on set is it's a different experience every time. Like so basically you'll come on set, um, you come with no makeup, you come pretty bare, you know. They do your hair, they do your makeup, and it's a very fast pace. Type of job a lot of a lot of my clients are pretty fast paced but i'm a fast paced model like i like to get the shot i like to keep it going you know and a lot of well that's kind of different for like most models like they kind of chill lay back like i like to keep it moving like let's let's get this shot let's go let's have fun um but it's all about like the energy on set mm -hmm. you know like when it comes to being a model a lot of what i do and a lot of what models do is about confidence. Like, you got to have a confidence on set, right? Like, think about if you're taking a, a regular picture. Like, if you're not feeling it, it's, it's going to show, right? Right. Like, if somebody takes a picture, you're like, I'm just not, I'm not feeling my outfit. I'm not feeling it. But for models, even if our outfit is not something that we would typically wear or we're not feeling it, say, like, we came on our cycle where we're a little cramped anything we have to push through that we have to still show up and and have the confidence as if nothing is going on in our lives right mm -hmm. so that's something that's like you know different about modeling like on set you gotta be present you gotta 
have the confidence. You got to stay lively. Like, because if not, people going to look at you like, what's wrong with the model today? Like, right. you know, like, you're there like, to sell their, that? you know, their brand, their product. So you got to deliver. Exactly. You have to deliver. But yeah, it's all about energy. Like when I'm on set, I love having, having fun. Like I like making people laugh. Like I like bringing, like I said, light to the space. Like let's turn on some Cardi B. Let's turn on, you know, like let's have fun. Let's, let's just unwind and just, you know, have a good time. So yeah, I'm glad that you, you mentioned, cause it sparked something in my head that you mentioned, like you, it might be an outfit that you might not normally wear or, you know, Let's talk about set etiquette for models because mm. I've, I've never had this challenge before, but I've heard models tell me before, like, yeah, I was on set and I ain't like the way the makeup artist did my makeup. So I went in the bathroom and I, you know, did a little something, something or because it is <laughs> it is times when, you know, makeup is like totally off or it might right. be liking. So what are some what are some things, some set etiquette things that models should know? that is like crossing the line or if they don't like their makeup or they don't feel like something is flattering to their body at the time. Like how do you, how do you approach that situation in a way where it's not going to offend like the client? Um, this is a good question. Um, so when it comes to makeup, it's, it's, I feel like there are a lot of things like in the modeling industry that need to change. Like, for example, I feel like there needs to be more professional makeup artists that know how to do black skin, mm-hmm. uh, in addition to doing like other other races of skin as well. But when things like that happen, and say for instance, like I was on set once and I had a makeup artist who had no idea how to do black skin. And she said it, like she was like, you're my first black girl that I've ever done. And I was like, which is huh? strange. Like, how did she even it's get so there? Sh- that's what that's what I'm saying like there are a lot of people in these positions that don't know how to do everyone's skin color Mm -hmm. um and when that happened like it was it was kind of like an awkward an awkward moment for me because I'm like well you know like what what we about to do here um and even though like when she would try to do my makeup like I just politely told her like hey that's that's not really like my skin you know like my skin tone like I'm a little deeper, like maybe something like that, you know, like yeah. just making suggestions. Um, and I tried my best not to offend her. And I think the way that, you know, you don't offend someone is just by being polite, like being polite and, and having respect, like, hey, I, I really like what you did there, but I, I don't really think that this is my shade or I don't really think that, you know, could you maybe add something here? And a lot of the times, like when you're on set, like a, a makeup artist will tell you, like, if you don't like anything, just tell me, right? And and you establish that that openness from the jump. Um, but <laughs> there have been times before I've been signed where I had completely had to go in the bathroom and, and do it all over just because mm-hmm. it was just like, this is not who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I've been signed, like I've, I've been able to stand up for myself and, and speak up for myself, but in the polite way, like, I don't ever want to come off like, girl, this looks crazy. Like <laughs> this ain't even me. You know what I mean? But like, Hey, like I usually have my eyebrows this way. Like, could you maybe, could you maybe add something here? Like I just, you know, yeah. But like I said, establishing that politeness and establishing that open communication from the beginning and being comfortable to stand up for yourself because a lot of times like models will just be mute 
right? We'll just be mute and we'll let things let things fly over us or we'll, you know, we won't really look our best self. So I think like really being polite and just saying like, hey, you know, this is a little loose right here. Did you want it this way? Or like, you know, like that, I, I like to ask questions that, like that sometimes like did you did you did you want to pin this or is this okay like is this fine you know like yeah like is this okay or did you want to pin it a little bit or oh it's good okay like cool um but like being polite making making light out of it not being like rude or nasty like or trying to you know say that somebody's work is horrible but maybe suggesting things and like hey I usually wear it like I said I usually wear it this way could could maybe do it this way or is this okay so and mind you, I mean, not to, not to be mean, but most of the time when I hear stuff like that from models, it's not models who are, like, at a certain level where they should be. Yeah. But it is, like, a sensitive thing because at the end of the day, it's, like, it's still your, your likeness and your image. Right. And you want to, you know, look a certain way, so. Mm-hmm. But sometimes models are really just, like, you know, overboard. Like, it don't be nothing wrong. And they be like, uh-uh. Are you going to add some eyeliner? Or You know, like, it's like, okay. Like, you know what I do? Like, sometimes, as a, even as a makeup artist, and I have clients that do that sometimes, too. And they're like, oh, my God, can you do can you do this? I'll, I'll take a brush with nothing on it and be like, do, do, do. Is that better? <laughs> Ooh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. It's perfect. <laughs> I've done that before. Like, oh, can you feel like this? I'm like, mm-hmm. That better? <laughs> they play, I love, some people just feel the need to like, you know, they, yep, they run and exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> they want to, they want to just say something sometimes, but it don't be nothing wrong. Right. It yeah. don't be nothing wrong. That was excellent advice. I love that. Now. Well, I want to talk more about to be a model. Tell me more yeah. about that. Like, how did you start that? And what does that entail? Okay, so I started to be a model in 2017, and um, it was just about two years after I got signed, and I really wanted, well, when I got into the industry, I had noticed that so many girls were hitting me up about how to get started in modeling. Oh my gosh, how do you get where you are? How do you do this? How do you do that? And I really wanted to create a space and an educational platform where I can teach aspiring models the things that weren't taught to me. Um, and that was really my inspiration behind it all, because when I was coming up, I didn't have anyone telling me, like, you need to create a portfolio that has these looks. Like, that's what's going to capture the agency's, the agency's attention, or you got to take digitals. Or, I knew nothing. I knew nothing going into it, and I kind of figured out things as I went along. But if I had known a lot of the things that I teach, everything that I teach prior to or along my journey to getting signed, then... I would have, I would have, you know, saved a lot of time Mm -hmm. and a lot of energy. Um, So to be a model is really that, that space for models to learn how to get started into the industry. Um, I do a lot of in-person classes, but before COVID, I did in-person classes. um, And now due to COVID, and even before, because I really launched my online platform before COVID happened. And I was like, yes, perfect. Yes, right. <laughs> um, but now I have an online educational platform where they have their own portal. They can go on and watch videos, pre-recorded videos that I've recorded, um, where I talk about how to get started, how to create a portfolio, your model bag, um, etiquette, 
casting calls, everything within the industry that you need to know, I teach it. And I provide um, advice and even one-on-one sessions, like virtual one-on-one sessions to my, to my students where we talk about their own journey and I'm, I'm, and I'm telling them personalized things that can help them get started in the industry and really just help them jumpstart their career. So it's been amazing. There's a lot of growth that is about to happen in the to be a model industry. Um, but I'm super excited. I'm so happy. Like I recently just got three of my students signed to Dorothy Combs Models. So I know that was like a full circle moment when that happened. I was just like, the work that I'm doing is paying off. Like it's, it's working. Um, and that's really what I, what I aspire. I want the work to work. Like I want people to get signed. I want models have gone off and, and done huge campaigns. Like after, you know, attending my classes, so many models have gotten signed. They're working with their dream clients. And it's just like, that is what really like fuels me. Like I love modeling, but helping models really achieve their dreams. That's where my heart is like, that's where my heart is. That's where my heart is. And that's where like I flourish the most. So, yeah. I love that. That's so awesome. Three of your models. Thank got you. What is that I, process? What is the process to getting signed for people who don't know? Because I don't know for sure. <laughs> so basically what an agency is going to be looking for is digitals, which is basically they want to see how you look without the glitz and the glam, the makeup. So they want to see you in a white shirt. Um, high-waisted jeans, black or new shoes, little to no makeup, hair pulled back, like they want that that raw image of how you look. Um, and digitals are super simple when I explain it, but they're a little difficult to take. Like you gotta take them in the best light, in the best way. Like a lot of the times when I explain like to my models, like you gotta take digitals, they'll come back after taking them and like, girl, that was so difficult. Like, I don't know how you do it or, you know, so. It's something that agencies are really looking for. Like when you submit to any agency, they're gonna ask you for your digitals. Um, so that is super important. And then also your portfolio. Building that portfolio is gonna be super important, not only to get clients, but also to an agency as well. Cause they wanna see how you shoot. Mm -hmm. They wanna see you and address and see how you move and address how you pose and in a, you know, in a gap type of feel outfit with like denim on denim like they want to see these different looks and different vibes that you can pull off um so they're going to be looking for those those two main things and there are many different ways to get signed like for me it was networking right i got signed from doing a shoot and then the editor was plugged in with these agencies and she referred me right mm -hmm. so there are many different ways for you to get signed but i feel like the most traditional way that a lot of people know is submitting online um, but for my students, what I'm moving more towards is developing my students and then pitching them to these agencies. So now I have been afforded the opportunity to have this connection with different agencies. And so the students that are now coming to my program, I'll be able to pitch them myself. And that's what happened with the three girls. I was able to pitch them myself to my agency and now I have connections with other agencies so I'll be able to really help these girls get signed and get in front of these agents themselves so that was a little spoiler alert because that's coming soon but <laughs> I'll put it out there <laughs> I, I love it you you are doing so so well and I know that it's so it's 
big things in the future for you because I'm like she gonna have a modeling agency one day is it gonna turn into like (laughs) it's so much that you could do and so much that you're doing already and already impacting so many lives like it's that's so amazing thank you thank you like as soon as I pulled myself out of it because at first it was like yes I really want to be this model but as soon as I pulled myself out of it and I started thinking of how I can help others that's when I really started to get like a fire in me that was like, that's where it is. Like, of course I had to be a model myself to, you know, show my process and show me doing it. And and that's really what I, what I love to do. Right. I love modeling, but it was that journey and me being a model that got me to a point where now I can help other models and help them get on board and them get signed and, you know, really give back. So that's where my heart is i love modeling but now my heart is where you know helping other models so yeah and i love that because (laughs) what a lot of people have to realize too is like if what if you had stayed in that depression or what if you had quit or what if you had that rebellion situation just just let you just take you out of the path that you're supposed to be on a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of people out here waiting for you to show up so that they can win. There's a lot of people who need you. They need you in particular. Like so many people, other people who are models who probably have courses and everything, but it's something unique about you in particular that's going to draw people, you know, for them to reach the goals that they need to reach in their life. So for those people out there who are stuck and feeling down and out on this so just realize that even if it's a few people it's somebody out there that needs you right now so you got to get up and like get going for real yes also also with that I love that I think that it's important with anyone right any industry that they're in like you have to think about where you will be you can't think about where you are now because if you think about where you are now sometimes it's a bit debilitating right we look around and we're like oh well I should be here and I'm still in this point where I still don't have this. I still don't have that. We have to look at what we do have and where we're going. We always have to keep our mind on where it is that we will be. We have to keep dreaming that and keep seeing that and keep seeing ourselves in that position in order to drive us to that point. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of people, like even now with like a lot of my students, they're getting like, you know, not depressed, but they're getting discouraged when things don't happen for them in a timely fashion. Like, oh, well, I reached out to this. To this person and they didn't respond or like I reached out to this agency and they told me no and it's like we'll reach out to some more you know we'll get back up well now we got to work on your portfolio some more now we got it you know there's always room for change and there's room for growth and if something doesn't happen when you want it it's okay like it's okay when one door shuts God is redirecting you to a bigger door so mm-hmm. if that wasn't for you right now that's not to say that it won't be for you in the future once you develop your portfolio more, develop your image more, or whatever the case is, like you have to learn how to get back up off of that, that what you view as rejection is really redirection. So absolutely, because it's always something in the works, always. Yes, (laughs) always, always. So for those people who are out there who have been thinking about modeling, like aspiring models what are some things that they should focus on maybe like the top three things starting out that they should focus on when they're first starting when you're first starting i would say start on your portfolio so start reaching out to some photographers start getting your portfolio going look up some inspiration on instagram on these models portfolios 
go to these models that are like big time, go to their Instagram, see what types of posts they're posting, see what types of images they're posting on their portfolio, work on the portfolio. Also social media, social media is huge now, especially in the modeling industry. Like a lot of clients are looking at a model's Instagram before they even, you know, checking anything else. Like they're looking to see their social media presence and what they're posting on social media. So develop social media as well. Like start posting more about modeling images, behind the scenes, start posting things that, that are true to you. Mm -hmm. um, because people want to know who you are. So I always tell people to choose five things to post about. Like for me, it's behind the scenes, it's modeling images and making videos, maybe outfit posts. It could be makeup tutorials. Whatever is true to you, post those things like consistently. Um, so portfolio, social media, and then the digitals and networking. I would kind of put those two mm -hmm. side by side because they're, they're equally important. But networking, get yourself out there. Connect with people. Let people know that you're in the business, you're in the game. Like keep keep you in mind when they come across any opportunities. Like a lot of my opportunities um, for like casting have come from people on Instagram. Like people will literally send me over castings like, hey, this brand is casting for a plus size model, just wanted to send it over. And I'll be like, a lot, you know, you gotta let people know that you're in this business, you're in the business, you're a model, please keep me in mind, send me this, send me that. And people will remember. People remember, like, even with what you said, like, you you network and you meet different people and they keep you in mind when those opportunities come. So you got to get out there and network. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What are some, um, I guess, caution signs or red flags that, I guess, because you're a woman, female models should look out for when, you know, working with photographers or I know a lot of people get those spammy emails sometimes mm. about, oh, I'm going to fly you out. Everything is paid. Yes. So what are some things that people should look out for? Um, when dealing with photographers, this is super important. Like you should not be sending any photographers images of you without clothes, lingerie. When I was coming up in modeling, I had a photographer who I reached out to to do work and he re responded back and was like, before I send you over my availability, I need to see what your body looks like. Please send me images of you in a bathing suit. He was asking for all these images and it was like, I don't, you don't need to do that, right? You don't need to do that as a model. Yeah, like what do you need that for? Send me availability. But um I want models to know like you should not be doing any of that. Like I've had a few models let me know like that that has been happening a lot as well. Like if a photographer is asking you for images of yourself, do not send them. Mm -hmm. um, also, like you said, like with those spammy emails, if an email is one, always check the, where the email is coming from. Like I always check what the email address is and i will go match it to the actual company if it does not match then it's not it um if a brand is literally saying okay i need your name address phone number social security number this 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 and we're gonna pay you fifty thousand yeah. dollars why do you need all of that information you know what i mean in order to to pay so you have to think about these things and, and question question things when you get things but always match up who the address is, go to their page, go to the website. Is this the same email address? If it's not, then it's most likely a spam. Mm -hmm. um, also with agencies, this is super important. 
if an agency is asking for money up front, then it is not the agency that you want to be with. Like an agency should not be asking for a fee or money up front in order to promise you anything. Um, agencies work for the model. We always think that like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to say that I'm working for the agency. No, it's actually the other way around. Like agencies work for the model. They get paid when the model get paid. Mm -hmm. The agency is supposed to find the model job and that is how they make their percentage. Um, so you shouldn't be paying out of pocket apart the agency anything. Right. Um, and I always get questions about that too. Like they're like, yeah, I applied to this agency and now they're asking for $2,000 and, and they're going to cover this. No, 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 no. So definitely look out for those things. If you all are interested, if there's some models out there that are interested in modeling, but you guys have been receiving spam messages, brush past those, do not respond to those, do not pay anything up front, um, and work with genuine professional people. Like there are a lot of people that have a lot of, you know, underground um, motives or whatever the case is. You want to surround yourself with professional motivated driven people yeah yeah i agree because i've heard yeah. some horror stories before about you know photographers trying to take advantage of models once you know once they're on set like trying to get them to do things that they're not comfortable with and you know yeah. you know informed and mm -hmm. safe. and if you're under 18 you should always bring a parent a parent a guardian i don't care if it's your older brother Mm -hmm. If you have an uh, older sister, you should always be accompanied by someone if you're under 18. So, mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. How has the, um, the pandemic, like, affected your modeling jobs or just you doing anything, period? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like when the pandemic first occurred, um, I feel like everyone was just in uh, fucking shit. <laughs> like, it was just like... You know, it, it was so chaotic. Yeah. Um, and all of my clients shut down immediately. Um, a lot of my clients are in New York. And, you know, New York was super bad at one point. So all of my clients shut down. Um, what the industry moved into is working from home. So they would send the items um, and we would have to shoot it ourselves. So we would have to put up a white background. We would set up a, a talk, you know, a little camera. I have a friend who is a photographer. So that's kind of how it shifted, okay. um, which I, I really, I really like, you that's know, like bad. I could work from home. Right. I could work from home. All I had to do was get the items. I could shoot it, send it back. It was cool. Um, but I really did miss traveling because I was always on the go. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like this pandemic really just like sat me down, <laughs> sat me down like, girl, it's time for some self-care, self-love, like you need to reel it back in a little bit, but it was good. It ended up being great for me. But as far as modeling, like everything shifted to a different, a different dimension, like mm -hmm. working from home, doing more social media posts. I feel like social media for me and like getting more social media collaborations really started to increase for me. Um, but even now, like a lot of my clients have not opened back up yet. Um, some have, and I feel like as far as I will go is like Philly or maybe even like the peak of New Jersey, but mm -hmm. I'm still so cautious about like, you know, just working in New York or like working in these hot spot areas. So mm -hmm. I've kind of just stayed away from that and just working from home is best for me or 
a Philly job here or like a New Jersey job, but that's, that's as far as I can go right now. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, As a model, I know it's really important to maintain your image and everything. What what are some things that you do to keep yourself together and looking fabulous all the time? Every time I see you, I'm like, dad, this girl don't take a bad picture, do she? Dad. Really? (laughs) Girl, I mean, listen, 99% 99% of the time, if you were to see me out, you would see me in some sweatpants, <laughs> hair tied up, no makeup on, some sunglasses. Like, I really dress so chilled on the regular basis. But um, I do love to get dressed up. That's the thing. I love playing dress up. Mm-hmm. So I love taking care of myself. Um, I like to get my hair done a lot. I get my nails done on the regular. That's kind of something that, you know, just happens as a model like you got to keep your nails up to date so I get my nails done and my hair done on a regular basis Mm -hmm. um but as far as like just taking care of myself and like rejuvenating myself I like getting facials I like getting massages massages is my number one thing to do like it really just like helps relax me and it's so needed like we're on our feet all day Mm -hmm. we're we're posing all day we're always like you know just just on our toes so Getting massages for me just really helps me to relax and, and you know, takes the pain away. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, like, self-love and self-care and just, like, keeping myself up, like, I, I like grooming myself a lot. Like, I love just keeping myself fresh and renewed. I like doing yoga and meditating. I, I'm starting to work out more. So just taking care of myself from the inside and out. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like when the pandemic first started, I first started working out. It was like the first time I had worked out in so long and I was so, um, out of shape uh-huh. <laughs> and like, I was working out so much that like, I literally almost like gagged, mm-hmm. like threw up. And I was like, I'm so beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, I'm messed up. Like I'm, I'm not as healthy as I should be. I'm eating horribly. Mm-hmm. And it was like. I don't like that feeling, you know, I don't like that feeling. So from that point, I really just made, you know, I made it in my intention to take care of myself from the inside and from the outside. So I love that. I love meditation. I love yoga. I definitely started working out during the pandemic too, because I was like, I'm not coming out fluffy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's not about to happen. Because I, I, I don't like working out, like the traditional working out, I don't like it. But now I've, I've learned to like, love, like, like it because I would never work out to the point where I saw results. So I told yeah. myself this time, okay, I'm gonna work out till I see results. And now that I'm seeing results, I'm like, okay, I got to keep it. Then you get addicted. You get addicted. You be like, oh, ooh, oh I got to keep it going. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. That one thing that I really noticed about your Instagram, anytime you come across my feed, on scrolling or I go to your page is that you you ooze this confidence like, <laughs> this confidence like where does your confidence come from and what advice can you give to people who like might maybe struggling with their confidence and their self-esteem right now especially wanting to be a model or just women in general my confidence comes from knowing that I am the only Haley Deneen and I have to be the best Haley Deneen that there is. And that goes for every single person. Like you are the only you. 
And that is that is your superpower. I saw something on Instagram that day, like you are the only you and that is your superpower. Mm-hmm. There's no one like you. And I think we really have to take that in. Like there is no one like me. There's no one like you. There's no one like such and such and so on and so forth. And I'm making my duty to be the best Haley Benin that I can be. Since there's only one me, I have to be the best, the best me that there is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like as soon as we stop comparing ourselves to other people and really just channel our inner self and that inner confidence and some people would be like you need to channel your inner Beyonce no I need to channel my inner Haley Benin because that's who I am um and so just channeling your inner self and really just knowing who you are and knowing that there's no one like you like that is where my confidence comes from Mm -hmm. so anytime like that I'm taking pictures I have to turn I turn it on and I feel like that is that is a piece of advice that I can give to like models. Like you have to you have to turn that inner you on. You have to block out the I can't do it or I'm scared. You have to block all of that negative energy out. Mm-hmm. And I told this to my student the other day. I was like, before you take pictures or before you go into that casting, before you are doing anything, even if you have to go into the bathroom and have a five minute self talk. Or that, that moment where you're like, all right, I got this. I'm about to do this. I'm about to take these pictures. I'm about to be the best. You got to tell yourself things. You have to talk to yourself nicely. You got to tell yourself that you're the best. You got to, and you know, sometimes it, it sounds cocky to some people, but you are the best. Mm-hmm. You are the best. God made you the best. And we have to really start channeling that. Like, I am the best Haley Deneen, right? And that's not cocky. That's loving myself. And that's knowing that I have what it takes. That's knowing that I'm worthy. That's knowing that I am great in all that I do, right? Mm-hmm. So that self-talk, that channeling. And as soon as you see yourself in pictures, that's that's fuel right there. Mm-hmm. That's fuel right there. I'll be like, let me see that real quick. That's me. Oh man. <laughs> I'm about to right? <laughs> like that is literally me. I'll be like, let me see that. That. Like that. Yeah. Okay, I see you. Right. <laughs> like, I see you. You, <laughs> you gotta hype yourself up. You gotta be your own hype man. Like I am my own hype man. I'd be like, yes, Haley, there we go. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, be your own hype man, hype yourself up. Um, mm-hmm. if you're a model, really focus on things that you love about yourself. When I was after the cyberbullying happened, I did a lot of like um journaling. And I did a lot of affirmations and I did a lot of mantras and I would write down things that I love about myself every day. And I would get in the mirror and I would tell myself things that I love about myself every day. And that is what kind of helped me to really love and accept myself. So if you're a model out there and you're having a hard time with like confidence and loving yourself, write down things that you love about yourself. Tell yourself nice things every single day that you wake up. Tell yourself that you're beautiful. Tell yourself that you are wonderfully made. Tell yourself these nice things because even if you don't believe it in that moment, you constantly telling yourself that you will start to embody it and you will start to walk in that and you'll start to believe it for yourself eventually. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I did an episode about that, I think, or I mentioned it in the episode. Really? I think it was my Be Do Have episode where I had a coach who um, one of the assignments that he gave us when we first started working with him was to write down, I guess, our future self in a way like mm-hmm. write write down who you are like in the future so I wrote down like 
one of the things I wrote down was like, my name is Aquia Robinson and I, I am the host of a world-renowned podcast, Friends and Beauty. And this was before I even started yes. the podcast. Before I even started the podcast and just writing down things like, I'm beautiful, I'm this, I'm that. Even the things like you said, you don't really believe about yourself right now. And right. when you start to read those things back, you'll notice that, hey, I'm become, I am this person. I even wrote down, I work out five days a week. I wasn't even working out at that time. <laughs> But now that I think about it and I look back at that document, I'm like, you read it every day and you'll, you'll start to notice that you're starting to embody those things and you are yes. becoming that person that you, your higher self, your, your inner self, all of that. I love it. Yes, that is so true. That ha- I, I, I do a lot of that too, like writing down my future self. And like you said, you'll look back at that and you'll be like, dang, I really did open up my own program. Like, wow. All of those things will come to fruition. Like, write down the vision, write down the goal, write down the future you, and it will happen. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Now, because I am a makeup artist, I have to ask, like, about this face. <laughs> like, what, what do you have? Did I do good today? Girl, yes. You are glowing. <laughs> what foundation, what's your routine? What foundation and stuff do you use? So I use, and you know what, I... I need you to give me some some products, okay? Because I'm trying to do better with my makeup, just like a simple basic face. I can't do, you know, all that you do. You be that's what dancing. I that's my face right there. When I do do makeup, it's something very very simple. Yeah, like just simple and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have Beauty Bakery as foundation. Have you heard of them? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like them. I like them a lot. Um, I have Tarte for concealer mm-hmm. um what did I use for I can't remember what I used for um for contour mm-hmm. I really I really need a, a new contour thing please recommend me something for contour um but and something for foundation as well like um like a powder foundation okay because the one that I use now, I think it's from Iman, but I just grabbed that on the fly one day and I've just, I've just never upgraded from that since. Um, but yeah, I use Beauty Bakery, Anastasia for my brows, and for mascara, girl, I got this sample. I don't even know what it is. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look over there like, um, but I can't even remember like the, the mascara, but yeah, this is just a simple simple beat gorgeous and another thing i want to know what kind of uh do you do you have something where you have like what is what am i trying to ask i want to know if you get some (laughs) tips on posing for like instagram and the stuff like do you have like a lookbook or something that you offer where you just show people like quick little poses that you could do so actually I have a, a whole five part series posing masterclass coming soon. Spoiler oh. alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But yeah, I'm working on that now. So it'll be like posing for Instagram, posing for photo shoots, posing for this, posing. It's gonna be a whole five part series with tips, tricks, all of that to get the best angles. Okay. So I'm gonna go through all of that. Yeah, it's okay. coming. It's it's gonna be a really a really big masterclass. But mm-hmm. I want it to be super informative. I want to show the little secrets that I use. All of that. So okay. that's coming. 
Okay, because my selfie game is strong, but okay. when it comes to the, the full body pictures, I'd be like, what do, what do I do? See, I'm, I'm, like, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. Like, my full body game is strong. My selfies, I'd be like, ooh, like, yeah. So maybe you could teach me some things about <laughs> selfies. <laughs> find an angle, find your light. And, yes. <laughs> so what else but is yeah. next for you and your brand? You know, okay, so I have a couple master classes coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want to transition. I see, I don't know, oh yeah, I don't know. Um, as far as to be a model, I definitely want to take on more models and help them get signed. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about maybe an agency coming up soon. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about, you know, maybe like a, a two-part educational and model development program there's so many things that like I'm trying to hash out Mm -hmm. um but the goal is really to grow and to think about taking it to like the next level as far as like helping models like I eventually want to tour around the world do some model calls of course when COVID clears up Mm -hmm. um but like model calls help these girls get signed and really take it as far as far as I can like there's so many ideas in my mind but I gotta go with the one where where God is leading me so I, I feel like I had this 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 this, yeah, and yeah. this so I really gotta pinpoint which one is is gonna lead to to where God is trying to take me but yeah the yeah. goal is to grow the goal is to grow I love it and I could definitely see when you were talking earlier I was like this is a modeling agency she's gonna have a modeling agency <laughs> I'll put it out there for her she don't she don't okay. know <laughs> We putting it out there in the universe. So. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Before you go, I have to ask you some friends and beauty rapid fire questions. I do this with okay. everybody. So whatever comes to mind first, just you know, spit it out. Oh Lord. Okay. Let me get <laughs> it's my easy. Mind. You got this. You <laughs> okay. Got this, girl. All right. First one is what are the top three keys to your success so far? Confidence, God and my support system. How do you measure your success? Oh, I measure my success by how many lives I impact, um, me doing God's work. And does it have to be three each time? Or I'm just, I just keep doing three. (laughs) Okay, I measure my success by how many lives I impact, um, my growth, and how successful I am with following God's voice. What's the best advice you've ever received? The best advice that I ever received was to, uh, was to know my worth, honestly. Like once you know your worth, everything is, is in alignment. You know what you will settle for, what you won't settle for, you know where you're going, how much you should get paid, how much, you know, you, you know that you're in the right space at the right time doing what you're supposed to do. Right. What advice would you give to someone who's just ready to give up right now? You got to see the bigger, bigger picture. You got to see the bigger picture. You can't give up. There's someone that is depending on you. There's someone that's looking up to you. Um, and you will, you will achieve everything that you set your mind to you just have to believe in yourself so don't give up on yourself you are your biggest you are your biggest 
ally. You are your biggest motivation. You have to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's a resource that has helped you in your business that you can share with the friends and beauty community? Um, wow. I do a lot of research. I do a lot of research, but some things that have really helped me are Canva has helped me a lot. Canva helps me a lot. Canva's bae. Um, I might have to. I might have to stick with Canva is bay with graphics, with with doing social media posts. Like, look up on Canva, y'all. Look up on Canva. Like, Canva is bay. Canva is bay. Yep. Awesome. So the last one, I want you to fill in the blank. I want you to say okay. my name. <laughs> He's like, what? My name is blank. And the key to longevity and success is blank, whatever you think it is. Okay. My name is Haley Deneen, and the key to longevity and success is knowing yourself, knowing God, and staying true to your passion and your worth. Before you go, share all of your social media information, like where you want to be found and let people know, like if they want to be a part of the next iteration of to be a model, like how they can do that as well. And I'll put it below in the show notes. Okay. So you guys can follow me on Instagram, Facebook. I'm not really on Twitter like that, but I do have a Twitter um, at Haley Deneen. That's at H-A-L-L-E-D-E-N-E-E-N. Again, that's H-A-L-L-E. Z N E N. <laughs> and if you guys want to sign up for my next to be a model, you can visit my website at www.haleydeneen.com. Right now, there's a waiting list, but if you sign up, I promise you'll be the first to know when the next to be a model online program is launching. So make sure you guys sign up, check me out, hit me up on DMs. If you have any questions, let me know and I will be right there to answer. So, awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you so, so much. much for having me. Yeah. This is amazing. I really appreciate it. <laughs> you have set Thank the tone you. for the, the other models that will be coming on. So they better, you know. They better bring it. They, yeah, better, they bring better bring it. it. But this was amazing. And I know that this is an episode that is going to be really impactful for a lot of people. For sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. And this is, I wanted to tell you this earlier, but I'm so proud of you for doing this. Like, this is such an amazing platform that you're doing. Like, when you reached out to me, I was like, oh my God. Like, I I love everything about this platform. And I I really see a lot of growth with it. I see you going so far with it. So continue to do what you do. Continue to impact other people's lives. Continue to be that that beauty and that light and that that ball of energy that you are. So I'm proud of you. I really am. Thank you, girl. I appreciate it. You're welcome. (laughs) You are welcome. Thanks for listening to the Friends in Beauty podcast. Don't forget, sharing is caring. Share this episode with at least one friend in beauty and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts so that other friends in beauty can find this show. Plus, we'd love to hear your feedback. Connect with us on all social media platforms at Friends in Beauty, hashtag Friends in Beauty to join the conversation and join our Friends in Beauty Facebook community to stay connected. Talk to you soon.